You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What would I do without talking to y'all every Monday? Hello, happy Monday, freaky family, or fuck this Monday, whichever floats your boat best. I'm Jordan, host of The Horny Housewife. No shit, Sherlock. We're here. We clicked the fucking button and we clicked play. You know where you're at. What is the point of an intro? I know it's supposed to be like a hook line and sinker roping you in, but why do so many of them say the same exact thing? I say the same exact thing. And then we just go on about it. Like you already fucking know, I guess for the new people, for the new people, welcome, welcome. Let's get that shit wet. Let's get that shit wet. I'm going to start off with talking about my pubic hair or lack thereof currently. So, you know, it was funny. I took a shower and I was just peeing my pants, laughing, thinking about this earlier. I took a shower and I wanted to clean up, I wanted to clean up the parts that are serviced, okay? So my husband, I'm just gonna just why not mention it all? My husband likes pubic hair. He likes a wild, animalistic. I wish when I met him, it was he was the first guy who ever had vocally expressed liking hair. I think a lot of guys actually like hair. I bet you it's 50-50, whether it's a landing strip. Derek is not a landing strip guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. He appreciates all the seasons. He loves just the vagina itself. You know, he doesn't really care. But when you ask him his preference, he unabashedly explains that he likes to see a real let loose full bush. I thought he was trying to control me, manipulate me. Like what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Right. You just want me to feel ugly and ashamed. And he's like, no, uh, I just think it's sexy. I think it's like primal. And I didn't believe him for a while, but now eight years later, I fucking believe him. If my neighbor's dog barks one more fucking time, sorry about that. But he is, you know, he'll go and get in those weeds a whacking. And it's really nice for me, honestly. Really nice for me. I can be lazy when I want. I can be clean and all fresh if I want. I can carve a 
lightning bolt out if I want. I just get to do WTF ever. And he's just in for the the pubic hair ride. Some girls are like, I don't know how you do it. It's so annoying. It doesn't bother me at all. I guess I have like really fine hair. So, so I don't have like thick, coarse hair kind of thing. Even on my head, it's unfortunate. I wish I was a thick-haired beauty. This is getting explicit. I feel like I've shared a lot. What was the point of the story? The point of the story was I went in the shower to go change of season. She's getting rid of this, okay? It's time to get rid of it, which I always clean the serviced regions because if you want your man to go down there, I think... It's just better on the tongue. Whether aesthetically he thinks the hair is sexy or not, a nude woman with a hairy bush, if you know, you know. I think it's very chic, very in. But you don't want your butthole to be hairy. I was going to think of a cute way to like say that or make an analogy, but I just had to say it. You don't want a hairy butthole. I don't think that's cute. And I know maybe that's primal, but we don't have to go that far. You're not taking a dump in front of them, okay? We're talking about a bush, not a hairy butthole. So you want to make sure that everything, and maybe like, I don't have a hairy butthole. I'm just saying sometimes the hairs, like the way your body grows hair, it can extend past the pussy hole. And just anything near the pussy hole, anything within a... I'm taking my finger and trying to measure an inch and a half. Anything around that, you just need to 86 it. I can't stay on topic of the story for my fucking life. So she cleans up, okay? The lips are waxed. They weren't. They were shaven. I shaved all the way up to basically the beginning of the lady lips. And I had every intention of going out and getting Derek's. Raise like what is that called? His electric shaver, his lawnmower, whatever, and take the rest off to get it down. So I'm not like hacking away with a razor and you know just dulling the blade. I just wanted to be efficient and not spend 45 minutes going over the same spot. And people are like, "Wow, how?" bad was the scene. It wasn't that bad. I'm just saying that was my point. That was the plan. That was the plan of action. And she's ADHD. She got out. She is me. Started the skincare routine. Anyways, turns out I forgot to shave my legs and I forgot to finish the job. So to ask all the questions you want. She went about her day, lotioned up. I thought I would have another opportunity to go finish and complete what I was supposed to take care of after and during my shower, but I didn't. And then she, I, happens to you know try to be sexy that evening or was flirtatious. I don't know what I was doing. I was just straddling my husband taking my clothes off, putting on a teddy, being cute, I thought, and I stand up, I'm naked. (laughs) And I go, oops, I forgot (laughs) to to fix this. I forgot to shave the rest. He goes, (laughs) he looks at it, And I see his eyes widen, but he like didn't want to hurt my feelings. 
And normally Derek would just not even pause. But I think for some reason he was just being really nice because I probably he saw that I was maybe trying to be flirty with him. And I go, oops, I didn't shave this. And I go, it really looks bad, doesn't it? Because he kept glancing at it. And not in the, I want to eat that, I want to get that pussy in, like a, what the fuck did she do down there? And he goes, it looks like a bowl cut. It looks like a bowl cut. It looks like a bowl cut. Like a kitten, it does look like a bowl cut. Or it did. She's gone, okay? It's hacked away right off. But I immediately cowered with my tail in between my legs and I put on long sleeve button down pajamas with a muumu on top to completely cover my body in shame. Just kidding. I actually got stoned and giggled about my bowl cut for about 32 minutes. We are eight minutes in. No one knows what this episode is about unless you read the episode notes. Do people read the episode notes? I hope so. That's where all the coupon codes are. And if you want me to be able to keep the lights on, then you better be listening to the ads. Okay? And if you're not subscribed, that doesn't help me either. So subscribe and leave me five-star reviews. I really, really appreciate it. Sometimes I'm like, should this be a video podcast? Because if they could only see my facials, but then I think I would get a lot more trolls because of the said ugly facials. And I wonder if people think I'm being dead serious when I'm not being serious whatsoever, but always 50% serious. Like if there's truth in my hurtful statement, then it's true, bitch. So. So I hope that was a great little giggle story, lesson in grooming, finish the job, and if you don't feel like shaving, let them accept your bush. Actually, I polled a lot of guys, and there were guys that like it clean shaven, and that is their preference, and I think that might be majority of guys. If I'm basing it off all the guys I've been with, I think majority, but that, I was, I'm a millennial. There was like a clean shaven porn star wave. You know what I mean? That came in and there was the 80s bush and then porn star pussy. And now we're just fluid with both of them. I think it shouldn't fucking matter. And the girl can do whatever she feels like doing down there. I wanted to bring up last week's episode really quickly because we talked about hall passes and I know y'all are my people because we collectively agreed that Anna Kendrick is atrocious, and I just butchered that word, atrocious, atrocious, man, that's hard to say, atrocious, not really, y'all are going to get all of this, because she's wild and just presses upload, now I will say for the Patreon, she gets into character, she tries, I'm trying really hard, I think that I've gotten so much better since the beginning. We haven't done audio erotic on here in a while. That's what the Patreon's for, okay? If you want to hear sexy stories, you like that, that's your jam, then the Patreon's for you. And if it's not, guess what? You got the podcast. That's all you need, baby. But yeah, speaking of last week, people gave me a hard time for my preference. Miles Teller, people were like, what? What are you talking about? Have you seen him take his shirt off? Have you seen 
him in Top Gun. Have you seen him in that movie where they sell guns? I don't remember what it's called, but they're doing something. War Dogs. I really appreciated his performance. Okay. I really did. To anyone new that's listening, if you want to give feedback, if you want to ask a question, which you're like, what do we even do in this podcast? We're about to answer listener questions. We're about to talk about the topics that I tell you that we talk about here that we have yet to. I slightly think Harry Pussies does fall into the category for Sherzies, but you know what I'm talking about. Ask me a question. Go to www.thehornyhousewifepodcast.com and anonymously submit whatever the fuck you'd like. And if I think it is interesting enough and relatable enough, I'll bring it up on here. And if not, you are shit out of luck. And you can slide in my DMs at underscore the horny housewife podcast. Hmm, just kidding. I try to answer every single person. I would say 99.3%. That is an accurate number I am attempting to give. That is the percentage of responding I do in the DMs. Now the emails, you know, I get a bunch of questions and there a lot of them have to do with, you know, mismatched libido or not feeling heard here. I am here for you. I'm here for the people. We've got plenty of episodes to come. There's a lot more Mondays left in this bitch's lifetime. So buckle in, subscribe, and keep listening. And now it's time for the listener questions. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This isn't a listener question, but this is a listener comment. And I should have brought this up when I was talking about last week. Someone goes, oh, you mentioned that Drake was not your type on your IG stories, but you were like, he's sexy. Like I posted that y'all said he was one of your hall passes. A lot of girls were saying Drake. I go, not my type, but yeah. And he's like, is that a Drake thing or is that a black guy thing? And I thought I should like tell you it's not a black guy thing. Have I ever dated a black guy? I have not ever dated a black guy, but I have noticed that when I was younger, I really only was attracted to men with fair skin. And the older I've gotten while I'm married and in a monogamous relationship, I have found out (laughs) that when I see those NBA players, sometimes they get sweaty and tingly. And I didn't used to feel like that before. So, you know, evolution of what you're attracted to. But no, Drake is not my type in the way of like, A, he's a rapper. So I'm not even like, that's it. That's all I needed to say. And 
And I mean, imagine his lifestyle. He wouldn't look twice at me, I'm sure. And if he happened to, I'd probably be like, hell yes, because I didn't even think I could. But no, if I was like creating my perfect man, he wouldn't end up looking or being like Drake. I don't It's just a personal preference thing. We're all allowed to have that. Okay. Now let's get into your real listener questions. Some of these are intensifical, intensive, intense. And some are relatable and some are just great and wonderful and entertaining. Let's go. Question number one. Hi, just wondering your thoughts on older men dating much younger women. I I can't wait to talk about this. What's your age limits with sleeping with older men? Okay, well, (laughs) we should have made this an entire episode. I think I'm going to have to make this an entire episode. Okay, how do I pack this in with a punch so I leave you lingering for more, yet I don't give it all away because she could talk about it. As someone who identifies with having daddy issues, which I think every woman on the planet has daddy issues in some regards. And I know there's the women going, no, I don't. But maybe you're like really codependent on your daddy and it's too functional. And then society isn't ready for that. So (laughs) there's some issue, there's some issue that someone will find with your relationship with your father. And we have our mommy issues, right? Like they're our parents. They're not perfect. They're flawed beings. How does this tie into loving older men? Because I think the girls... And I'm raising my hand. I think I, I told Derek all the time, like if, you know, you happen to be my first husband, I'm not even talking to a man near within five years of your age. Okay. She's shooting for the fucking moon after that, because it just seems like those men know what they want. They're established. You're getting the perspective for someone who appreciates an older man. So to me, I see stability in many regards, not just financial stability, which that one isn't it is great and wonderful. And I think there's nothing wrong with a woman who appreciates a man who made it a priority to be able to provide and have financial freedom. I think that's really sexy. And I know we all have to do a check and like I have to do a check. I'm coming from the perspective of a 33 year old woman. And I know that at 22, 23, I don't think I would have really been interested in a guy over 45. Like, no way I would have probably thought, like, no, that's too much. Because to me, even if that they're so sexy and I'm physically attracted to them, yada, 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 it still is like, dad, like, you could be my dad, you could be my grandpa, maybe some people. Or what in the world do you have in common with me? And like we come from complete, like big generational gaps, depending on the age, right? So it's just an odd dynamic. You can't help but think it's a little power dynamic y. Maybe it seems like a little, the word narcissist could get thrown into that melting pot stereotype. Just, just spit the truth. It is what it is. People are gonna judge, right? And you can say, fuck what anybody thinks. And do you, because it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. But these are just my thoughts, my opinions, and my perspective. Obviously, the older I get as a woman, then the age thing. But I mean, I would never, ever, if Derek died tomorrow, I would never, even if he was the perfect old man, I would never date someone, date someone my father's age. That's just not, that is not. Imagine introducing your father 
to your boyfriend and they're the same age. You know, unless he's a billionaire, which do you really want to be with a billionaire? Because you're not going to be his only one, okay? Because that's just not, that's a different world, I'm assuming. But we're getting off tangent. We're on a tangent. I'm going away. I've abandoned the listener question. No, not really. He asked, what are my thoughts? So these are my fucking thoughts. And my age, I gave him my limit. I just basically described it. My husband is five years older than me. I wouldn't do any less than that. And when I was like, if I was single and 50, I would want to be with a 37-year-old. You know, I, I <laughs> Does anybody watch Real Housewives? All my ladies that are listening to this, are you my people, Diana and Asher? If you know, you know. That's disgusting, okay? I think she's like, that. that is disgusting. I don't want to go on a Housewives tangent, but Asher, what did your mommy do or not do for you, to you? I just don't understand it. I feel like if I was an older woman with a much younger man, a really attractive, and I was really successful, I would think like, yeah, I'm sure he has this mommy issue. I'm sure he thinks I'm a cougar. I'm sure he has fun fucking me. We have great sex. I am also sure this is a mutually beneficial relationship. Like I'm getting something, he's getting something. And at one point I'm going to be 60 and he's going to be 35 and that he's going to want the gorgeous, stunning, fresh, young 25 year old. She's always going to win. That sounds so fucked up, but it's just the truth. Okay. And I don't think that's everybody's truth. I'm not saying that. I'm saying for certain, if you're dealing with a guy who's a 25 year old guy dating a 45, 50 year old woman, woman, you have to know that at some point this guy is going to go find it somewhere else because he, I, I just don't see that being pure. And if that is pure, then he probably needs intensive therapy. Okay. That was straying from the question. Live and let live. Live. Fuck fuck my opinion. Fuck my opinion. I'm just going to short answer the question. Now, sum it up. I think that any man, the gap bigger than 20 is weird. That's weird. That's like pushing it, okay? Like 15 right there, okay? That's, to me, that's enough. And if a girl is younger than 25, I think that's just nasty. I think that is disgusting. Like she, her frontal lobe has it come in. I don't even, the girl I was from 19 to 25, I don't know her. I mean, I know her, <laughs> but if I met her today, I would wrap my arms around her and say, you're gonna live, bitch. You're gonna live. You don't know shit, okay? You don't know shit. But you're going to you're going to know a lot of shit soon. So you just don't know shit, okay? Your life is maybe your life isn't a disaster, but mine was a disaster at that time and I had a lot of growing up to do. And I think 25 to 30 just totally different person. I think after that point you could have the emotional intelligence you know, to have a relationship where you would have something in common with a man that is a decade older than you, you know, whatever. To each their own, to each their own. Those were my thoughts. Question number two. I used to play with other men before I met my wife. 
Now I'm getting the urge to play with men again. We've tried pegging, but it's not the same. How should I bring this up with my wife? Well, I think that if your wife is pegging you, she's probably open-minded and cool and y'all got, or like, you know, she... Y'all share a safe space because there's lots of couples that reach out that would never that don't have the guts or they feel shame or they feel some type of way about sharing that they want to try pegging. So y'all are ahead of the crowd. And I think that you should just bring it up. And I bet you she won't be like completely like, <gasps> you know, if she knew that you played me- with men before and she knows you like to be pegged, this could fall, you know in line with this, it wouldn't be way far-fetched. And I guess you're just going to have to have this conversation, which duh, you said that. You're asking how you should bring this up. I think you should talk about your past or bring up your past. If she doesn't know your past, maybe you want to share that past and tell her the urges that you're having. Tell her the fantasies that you have and you want to share that with her as your loving wife. Now, I can't but help have a question Does this have any, like, does this stem from any sexual confusion with your identity? This is probably inappropriate because you can't answer me. But these were thoughts that came up in my head reading this. Is this an urge to play with men while you enjoy playing with your wife equally? Or is this a complete disinterest in your wife and you want to be with men? So, so many follow-up questions from that question. But yeah, definitely you're on the right track with how should I bring this up because communication is going to be extremely necessary. You don't want to repress and shove these feelings in because they will come out in some form or fashion. And that for sure sounds a little bit scarier and more intimidating. So we have other options. Last and final question. This one is a doozy, but it's like, damn. Okay. Hey girl, love the podcast. You cracked me up. Also super informative. Thank you. So my question has two parts. We'll try to make as short as possible. My husband and I had kind of a dry spell for a year or two. I would say maybe doing it once a month. And if I'm being honest, it was my fault. Last spring, I got the pep back in my step and we started heating things up again. In the midst of this, I found several screenshots on his phone of a girl who was way younger than us, legal of course, but still super young, that he knew from the gym. She was in a bikini and there were pictures taken off Instagram. Side note, as the host of The Horny Housewife, this is bringing back PTSD and I'm severely triggered right now. Okay, back to the question. I confronted him and he felt awful. He had no contact with this girl and it was the one and only time he ever did anything like that, but it was still obviously upsetting. His reasoning was that he had gotten heavily into porn during our dry spell and wasn't even thinking when he saved the picture. He was just looking at it as porn. We dealt with that and moved on and actually had a pretty amazing summer. And I should mention that he stopped watching porn and deleted several girls off his Instagram, his decision, not mine. After that incident, I made a conscious effort to be more available, try new things, get back to us. Recently, I've been trying to keep things fun and interesting, but he is reluctant. We've been consistently having sex, but he seems fine with the routine where I've been trying to spice things up. Last night, I mentioned to him that I wanted to have car sex this weekend, and he rolled his eyes, got super defensive, and said, we're not teenagers anymore. We can do it in the comfort of our own home, and went on to say he feels content with our sex life and doesn't understand why I need to keep trying to make things more than they need to be. 
I honestly feel so hurt. My husband is a great guy, but I've made this huge change based on everything that went down last spring. And don't get me wrong, it's not just for him, it's for me too. And now I feel like he's almost annoyed by my advances where I thought it would be the opposite. Should I dial it back? Am I trying too hard? Wow. Okay, this question grinded my gears because it's triggering because I think of past relationships I've been in, my first love, or even the guy I was with before I got married and seeing things, finding things that were inappropriate and being like, what the fucking fuck? And you know that they're getting off to it. Like the Instagram bikini thing grossed me out. Or like the the girl from his gym. The Ew. Fucking Ew, I'm not okay with it. Ew, like go watch porn like a normal fucking person. Quit being a fucking creep, okay? And if any guy, I know now I'm isolating people and I am yucking on people's fucking yum, but I think that if you're in a monogamous relationship and you have any respect for your wife, that you can watch porn like a normal person and get off to a novelty that's already hurtful probably for a lot of bitches and not someone in real life who you work out next to. Like control yourself, Control yourself. (laughs) But yeah, girl, this is your man, so I didn't want to shit on him too hard. I just think that he needs to get some self-control in that regards. And I know easier said than done, right? I don't know what he struggles with or how he feels in the relationship. And it is giving me mixed signals. It's giving me piece of shit signals, to be completely honest, because I feel like he's... If I'm being straight up, like we were best friends and you're sitting in the living room with me where I'm recording right now on the carpet, I'm on my ass in a big shag rug because it like the reverb's great. It doesn't, it bounces off all the fur around me. And so here we are. If you were right here with me, baby girl, I would be like, he's giving me piece of shit vibes and I don't know you or him. So you could say I'm way off base, but with the whole you're trying that you saw what he needed. And instead of like freaking the fuck out and now being an insecure bitch, you're being intentional and trying to please them and trying to be sexy and trying to be spontaneous. And it seems like he's not watering the same lawn that you're watering that it kind of makes me wonder. I would go through his phone if I were you girl. And I hope I didn't ruin your month, week, year. But that's what I would do if I were you. And all the guys that are booing me right now and being like, whoa, you're triggered and jumped to assumptions. That There's a great possibility that I was just really triggered and projected. So let's think of some healthy advice. Healthy advice, healthy advice. I would sit down with him. I would tell him how I feel about the changes you've attempted to make from last spring and how that has impacted you long-term. I hope he's receptive to this conversation. I also feel bad because in your question, you're saying he's a great guy. Like I am feeling guilty now because I don't know. I don't know you and your husband, but I hate that you feel hurt. I hate that you feel rejected And I hate that you're trying hard and you feel like it's completely not reciprocated. You definitely need to voice this, communicate this. And I hope that he is inspired to make changes. 
I hope that he gives a shit about you feeling heard or pleased and connected. And maybe he is just really content with how things are. And he is put off by you trying to constantly change it. Maybe that's coming off as insecure and needy to him. I'm trying to really put myself in his shoes now to see another side instead of just be a crazy bitch like I was in the beginning. She's taking accountability, okay? I'm taking accountability. But yeah, I wish you the best in those endeavors because it's gonna probably take maybe getting your feelings hurt a little bit if you want the real ass truth from him as to what's putting him off. So be receptive to that. And then, you know, it would take a lot in me not to be toxic and then be like, oh, you want disinterested? I'll give you disinterested. But again, mildly toxic advice, just like any question, it always leads to having to talk about it and bring it up and sharing either the pain or the insecurity or the confusion you're feeling because if you don't, you know, you'll bear that fucking fruit or you'll stop having sex or it'll be just routine going through the motions. You don't want that. So you got to get uncomfortable. It's got to be, I know for women, it can be easier for us to be like, okay, let's get uncomfortable. And for guys, it's like, I would rather not, you know? So cheers and Thank you and so much gratitude. And I appreciate any man who can sit down, get vulnerable, be really annoyed by their wife. I'm sure it's being, it's vice versa. I'm sure it's going both ways at points, but I know that it's not always an easy thing to do. And for some women, it's really, really, really hard to do because of how they grew up or who they are, whatever. So if it doesn't come naturally to you, Practice makes everything easier and it'll become more natural to open up. And you will be so thankful that you pushed yourself to do so. The relationship, the sex, the connection, it'll all be so much better. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, friends. Freaky family. Today, I want to talk about mutual masturbation, which we've brought up plenty of times in episodes, whether it's come from a listener question or I've just talked about the benefits or that I think it's sexy or that it's fun or you should add it to spice up your relationship. You know, sometimes we can get so like, autopilot where it's just sex or we're not having a ton of sex. You're having sex once a week, once every two weeks, whatever is not a ton of sex, but enough sex for you, whatever that number is. So you're just like, 
yeah, we're fucking, like, or we're making love. We're not going to mutually masturbate. Maybe it'll start off with oral, whatever. But I think adding mutual masturbation is a great way to start, like, upping the frequency of sexual experiences you have together. You can have these sexy, erotic moments where you both get off and you didn't fuck each other. Whether it's taking turns giving oral sex, 69ing, you know, giving pleasure to one another, but you can also watch one another solo. So whether you're long distance, your spouse is traveling and you're FaceTiming, you're on the phone, or you just want to talk about what you did, you want to record a video and send it to them. So it's not live. And it's like later you send, there's so many ways to share your self solo pleasure session with your partner and it'd be very erotic. Now you as a couple get to decide what is mutual masturbation look like for you? Is it bringing you two closer together or is it a couple with mismatched libido levels looking for a way to ensure each partner experiences pleasure? I've said it before, but I think it's a fabulous way for a man to learn a woman's anatomy and how she touches herself and how she brings herself to climax. Like you could learn a lot by seeing how she touches herself, how she, how hard she applies pressure. I guess you won't really know, but you'll get a gist of it. You'll see the movements she does with her fingers, where she's rubbing around, over, poking in, at, slapping, whatever, and take notes. Take a mental fucking note and enjoy. Be playful, laugh it off. You don't have to be serious. This doesn't have to be like, it's Tuesday night, we're mutually masturbating. This can be like, it can go into, your partner doesn't even know. So woman or man listening, freaky fan member listening right now, that's like, ooh, okay, like how can I get my partner to do this without even knowing we're doing this? I guess when you start to get hot and heavy, you're making out, you could start rubbing yourself, you could start stroking yourself and tell her or him, you want to see them touch themselves. Like, oh, that is so, that gave me like a little squirmy, quirmy in my body just saying that. I think it's hot. I think it's hot. And then go ahead, have a little show. Say, I want to sit and watch you do this. Like, I want to finish to you finishing yourself. Also, I can't believe I've waited this long to fail to mention that mutual masturbation is a great opportunity to get the toys involved. Get them involved. Show them how you use them. If your spouse is traveling and this is you're doing FaceTime sex, okay, or you're videoing, that's a great way to add to the video aesthetic, okay? Beyond the finger, which we love a finger, they have these nice little bejeweled plugs you could bedazzle your asshole with. You know, that's aesthetically pleasing. It is. It's hot and it's a visual. And then you feel really cute with your legs spread on all fours. You're like, you're not worried about your brown starfish, which guess what? The guys love that view. They think that's aesthetically pleasing. So don't worry either way, sweetheart. But you can also jewel it up. They have really tiny ones. If you're like, I don't want something in my butt. They have really small ones that don't hurt. You take a shit. That was really graphic. But you can do this, okay? <laughs> and P.S., there are other angles to look at mutual masturbation. Using 
the other person as your sex object. And I'm talking like, ladies, if he's got a six pack or he doesn't, you can grind your pussy all up and down his abdomen. If you want to go up and make your way and be a face sitter, then be my guest, sweetheart. Ride the mustache. I don't know. Raise your hand if you're a leg humper. Was there an episode? There was. Wasn't one time because I got some feedback of girls being like, when you said leg humper, I'm like, you're my people. And I'm like, wow, I love this. I love my job. Leg humpers, if you know, you know. And it's a great lifestyle. So let the leg humpers live. And if you're not leg humping, you're missing out. Which, by the way, beyond the actual like humping the leg, you can be fucking reverse cowgirl and kind of go at an angle. And if he bends his legs and then you've got his thigh like right up on your clit for a leg hump, slide up and down, washerboard, <laughs> what the fuck, party. You know, like the laundry where like people took the clothes on the washboard. That's what I just, I think of a washboard. So you're grinding up and down. That leg is your pole and then his pole should be in your pussy. And that is probably how you can achieve a wonderful orgasm. Where were we? Oh yeah. Other angles of mutual masturbation. You know, I mentioned sexy story times in the past where like guys tell your girl a dirty fucking story. And some girls want you to tell a story about, you know, the pool boy bending her over and ramming her, or she may be the type that likes to hear about you fucking the nurse. And she's one of those girls where when she masturbates, she likes the jealousy thing. There are some girls that that is what they masturbate to, but that's not what they fuck to. Like, you never know. You got to find out what makes your girls freak flag fly. And, you know, another great addition to mutual masturbation is watching porn together. That's sure to get you both hot and heavy and don't be shy. And also being able to like lend a hand. This doesn't have to be you're in opposite corners of the room, masturbating, watching each other, which guess what? If that's what you want to do, go for it. But this could also be where you're up close and involved and you're going to take a break and go down there and give her a hand or take a licky with a touchy and a sucky. There are no rules. This is all just encouraged. And if this is something that you and your spouse or partner haven't tried or done, then what the fuck are you doing? And if it's been a while, this is a great little wrench to throw in. Okay. Mix it at why wrench throwing a wrench in probably that was like a bad thing, right? You don't want to throw a wrench in it. This is adding garlic. Okay. This is a good thing. Is this my most un- hinged episode to date. It very well could be 101, baby. She's getting too comfortable. She's getting too comfortable. No, there's exciting things coming. There's interviews coming. Those take a little bit longer, but I'm also going to be honest with you. She loves to solo podcast. I love y'all. 
Y'all, the ones who show up, I'm assuming y'all love me. And so we vibe each other. When I have a guest, I have to like assume they'll get you too. And sometimes it's not very easy. But no, the everyone that's come on has been lovely for the most part, I would say. Like 80% of them I liked. <laughs> you would be surprised how harder the editing process is because when I just talk, I'm just like, it's going to the universe, trust. But when you talk to another person and you interrupt each other or there's dead space or you're like, that was fucking stupid, I have to cut that out, you know, that kind of shit happens. And I won't lie, when it's me and you, when I'm just sitting here alone, staring at the tree in my living room, I feel like I can just open my heart up to you and I can share all the things, say all the things, BFF, locker room talk, zero censorship. I fucking love podcasts. Podcasts are awesome for that. Okay, so my parting tips for you. I'm giving you homework. This is rare, but I think I, I, one time I told all the ladies that if you had a shaved pussy, you had to grow it out for a little bit. And if you had a hairy pussy, you had to shave it. So that was one week's homework. Okay. Good students. And this week's homework is I want you to make out with your spouse at least four nights this week. I want you to set aside 10 minutes. And if you just make out and that's all it is, it was a lovely, connecting, intimate experience that maybe you haven't done in a while. Maybe y'all were a little rusty. Maybe it felt a little uncomfortable, but by the end of the 10 minute timer, you're like, I'm kind of wet now. And thank God we got through the first awkward two, three minutes because it ended up getting nice. Watch, watch what happens. Get through the, the rusty part. If you're rusty and if you're not rusty, have fun with my experiment. I bet you it ups your sexual frequency. It ups your emotional connection. So you're welcome. You're welcome. And then I want you to add mutual masturbation to your to-do list as something you attempt with your spouse once this month, and maybe that's easy peasy, bitch, we did it last night. Or maybe you're like, oh, this will be something for us to explore, try. You know, we haven't really done that before. And I want some fucking feedback. You know, you don't have to tell me. But if you want to send me a question, a topic idea, what the fuck ever, you can anonymously on my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com. Or you can go to my Instagram and slide in the DMs, give me a little context. I always keep you anonymous, always and forever. I promise, cross my heart, hope to die. <sighs> At underscore the horny housewife podcast. Also, unsolicited tick pictures. Oh, I should have brought this up in the beginning. Ugh, I'm going to have to bring it up again. I don't want to see a picture of your penis, okay? I don't want to. All I'm going to do is laugh. All I'm going to do is giggle and show people the person who I'm next to. Last time it was my husband when one came in and I made him open the picture. I go tap that blurry picture and see what happens. And he did. And he didn't know what was going to happen because he doesn't have social media. So he was doesn't even know why the picture came in blurry. And that's why I do not want to see your penis. Thank you. I will see you next Monday. 
I love you. I love all of you. And if you've sent me a picture of your penis, I forget. I could. I could fucking sue you. Google that that is like indecent exposure cyber. I'm not. I'm just giggling. And I did screenshot it for blackmail. But I won't ever have to use it probably. Okay? I love you. TTYL. <laughs> it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.